Welcome to S Class, the highest tier in podcasting. Today, I'm joined by two of the dirtiest scoundrels on this side of the Milky Way. We have Robert and Ryan. How are you guys doing today? Doing well. I've been better. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting time. I'm sure you're going to feel even better now that we're talking about your favorite anime, Cowboy Bebop. Who is that directed at? That was toward you, Robert. That's probably not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for like any of our new much stronger feelings than me. I don't think Ryan has too strong feelings either. Oh, they're strong. In one direction. You could say that. I'll, I'll give an overview for our new listeners, but the way that this is going to work is we're going to give our overall uh, spoiler-free feelings and thoughts on the series. We'll switch over into spoiler mode once we exhaust that, and at the very end, we're going to give it a rating from... Anywhere from S being the highest to F being complete and absolute failure. Um, so I'll, I'll start off with a quick summary of the series if you've never seen it before. Um, so basically, we have these two uh, bounty hunters, Spike and Jet. One of them is an ex-police officer. One of them is an ex-triad member or mafia member. And they just go around trying to capture bounties. And they're joined by uh, three other crew members, a hacking genius teenage girl, um, a gambling pain in the ass woman named Faye and a dog, which is Rob's favorite character named Ayn. That's your overview? Robin Rot. Huh? That's it? That's that's the overview? That's pretty much the overview because it's... Are you going to say that to me every episode? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're not very descriptive. I mean, it, I, I was still talking, but basically they just go episode by episode and go try to capture a different bounty or... Um, so it's, it's very episodic, um, and there's like a few episodes tied to the key plot line, but overall, it's just uh, episode by episode series. I mean, Rob, what do you have to, what do you have to half, add? Half the episodes are important to push a plot along, and then the half of those half are important to an overall endgame, right? Because you have half the episodes where characters are getting introduced or getting backstory, okay. and then you have another half like six episodes that are actually relevant to an end game. And, and right. Well, right. So like, one backstory. Right. So there's 26 episodes. I think maybe five or six are relevant to spike. Who's like kind of our main protagonist. And then jet and Faye each get maybe two or three episodes. And Edward gets maybe one. <laughs> and Ayn gets one. Does Ayn get one? He well, gets his I, intro. He, <laughs> when he gets introduced, exactly. He doesn't get development past that, really. Which is completely fucked up. Quick question for you guys. Did you watch the sub or the dub? Dub. Dub. Yep. Yeah. You, you want to talk about that real quick? I do, because just this show is so iconic. It is, like, for people who don't really watch anime, they know it. And they love it. Um, and it was one of the first animes that I watched. So... I was open to the episodic nature of it, and I gotta say, like, I, it just felt a little overhyped. It's still great, and I'm so happy we had it, and it's so instrumental to what anime is now. Um, but it's a much more slower burn than I remember, and now that I've watched more anime series, I'm a little spoiled with the world building. <laughs> so that's that's that was a jolt to me with this rewatch. Yeah. I, I rewatched I watched it when it was an adult swim when I was a kid and I remember actually turning off the TV or being bored when it came on as a 
teenager. Yes. Um, do Do you feel the same? Still, yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm. I'm I mean, some of the episodes were. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that's Rob. What, when was your first watch? Um, I tried it with, watching it like ten was years it with ago. Gelf? With no, Gelf and I, I tried watching it like ten years ago, and I couldn't get too into it just because of once again the episodic nature and i was watching with another person and that's not really fun to watch something episodic with someone you're not really going on that adventure so eventually i did finish it i pieced it together but it took like honestly a couple of years so this is not your first full run through because all three of us rewatched it this the past two weeks no this was not my first run through okay cool yeah, I wasn't. That's why well, this, I texted this is my you guys first right time before. actually watching it like in succession. Got it. Okay, because I texted both of you guys. Make sure you watch the last two episodes because I think the last two episodes are fantastic. But oh, besides yeah. that, you can you can skip around a bit. And I think yeah. it was good for that format. I mean, I think it was great for Toonami to pick up and have a series like this to expose to Western audiences. But like when I was watching this sec through the second rewatch, I was like, I love the space shots. Some of them were very like 2001 esque, you know, uh, with the different kinds of ships and people and planets and bars. Um, there were some, you know, consistent characters like the two, um, the two cowboys that always cast the wanted of the week. Oh, right the the guy with the mustache and the, yeah. the blonde chick. They were fun. I, I like I like the old the three old men that are just completely Alzheimer's and they just <laughs> randomly show up in different episodes. Um, I thought they're they're really fun. I wish there was more consistency with characters like that in this series. I know space is a large place, um, <laughs> and I've been personal experience with One Piece and Hunter <laughs> Hunter characters who are able to come back after 100 chapters, but in 26 episodes, I I still think they did a really really good job um, I, establishing a setting. I have some mixed feel feelings on this, but um, I, I don't know how I feel about the you like you said you only get one character per episode and they might not ever show up again but i think they do a pretty decent job of at least making more than half of them feel like real people uh i I like how there's like a lot of different races and uh, background stories and different motivations and it feels like i could meet this person on the street yeah i love the the one group that was like the bioterrorists Oh, the yeah, they they your basic SJW today. The trying to save the sea rats. Yeah, I th- I just thought like that politically motivated group was cool to see, and and also like all these stories, the way the episodes ended off ambiguously. Like even if we saw a character for one episode, like it was almost like a closed book for that character too. So that justifies not seeing them again. Do you guys have a favorite? one or two episodes that were not part of the main plot line, like favorite side characters that showed up once or twice? No. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> for me, like, I could feel when an episode wasn't doing anything, when it didn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. You know, you just, you're watching it and you're like, this really isn't important, is it? This has yeah. never going to come up again. This has nothing to do with the rest of the show. And so, so you felt that way for 70% of these episodes then? No, no, I, I'd say I'd say like fifty percent, because I'd say like so, half. So, did of them, you like any? Well, I mean, I I like all the episodes where the characters are getting introduced. Like, fa- I I actually enjoy Faye's introduction, the casino episode. I like that episode. Right. 
I mean, I, I consider that plot relevant because you're getting a new member of the crew. That's not necessarily sure, sure. to the overarch overarching plot that you're working towards, but it still is adding to the setting and, you know, what these characters are going to be going through because you're getting somebody new. I even consider the episode where you're getting Ayn to be an episode because, <laughs> I mean, you're getting your most important crew member in that episode. And, oh my goodness. you know, he's he's subtle. The things he brings to the team are very subtle. He's like, he's just a beautiful anime dog. Yes, yes, but more than that, more than that, there's more than that. I can't get into <laughs> it without I can't get into it without going to spoiler territory. But Ayn is by far the most important character. Yeah, I, I'd say also like one of my favorite episodes was the Pierre Le Fou when uh, that was the carnival. I thought the first ninety percent of that that episode was great, and I didn't like how it ended. True. But I did like seeing a carnival setting used to its fullest in terms of an action uh, choreography. I, this this anime is 22 years old. And oh my God, does it stand the test of time? And I think they do better environmental design than any anime I can think of. Yes. Like there's oh, no yeah. green random green pasture or rocky <clears throat> like nothingness without reason. It's like loaded a lot of with effort. Today. It's loaded with soul. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, we're, you, we're in this can argue the story, but I mean, it's beautifully produced. It sounds beautiful. It looks beautiful. The action is well choreographed. Everything about it has a purpose. Now, you might not like the fact that you're not always getting something out of it, but at the end of the day, it's definitely well put together. It has that uh, aesthetic of '90s um, anime that's also with like Gundam Wing and Neon the Gen. Grittiness. I yeah. love yes. that. Yes, it's it's, it's just gritty, cool. but it's fluid. Yeah, cool is the best way to describe this anime in terms of vibes. And I think that's why it's so popular and why I just tried to, you know, just look at some discussion points that people had about the show where it has this um, fan base of people who really overanalyze it, like Neon Genesis Evangelion, you know, oh where my God, yeah. like, nothing happens. But no, 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 there's something if you really <laughs> look into it. And it got a little annoying because it's a slow burn show. And I get it if you're passionate about it, but oh, <laughs> but I think one of the reasons it's so popular is because either this or Dragon Ball are probably a lot of Americans first animes. And when you say that it's this, you feel like you're a little more elite, a little more patrician because you have like a real sure. substantial anime. And, you know, Dragon Ball is, you know, shown in garbage. It's like potato chips where this is a nice lobster dinner. So you feel like you need to like defend it because I started with Cowboy Bebop, not that Dragon Ball yeah. trash. So I think yeah, that's why they're definitely getting like, vibe. Yeah, yeah. There's this community around it that has to like hype it up and build it up. Yeah, it's got a cult it's not going. Dragon Ball. I mean, that's how I felt. I was like, oh, this was a really cool show when I first watched it, but I didn't really watch much. I didn't really have too many anime under my belt at the time so i was like um i'll definitely have to rewatch it <laughs> but uh yeah it's 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 that style man and the music i mean i think the music was probably i think the music's probably the best aspect of the show i have all the albums on my itunes library and really i believe that you still have an itunes library I know, I know. That's why I still have my MacBook. Do but you I'm... not have an iTunes library, Robert? What year are you two living in? What do you have? Your Spotify? Yeah. <laughs> Premium, I bro. Pay. I don't want to pay for it. Listen, these soundtracks, 
they're so like Yoko Kano does an amazing job with the music in this series. I feel I felt like every episode, despite the slow tone, it still had a different genre of music behind it. That was, and you can tell it's purposeful. You look at the title; mm-hmm. it's like funk or heavy metal or Even whatever. Mushroom it's Samba had like some of those R and B. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The Mushroom Samba episode where they meet Ed. Um, they even, uh, you have that like, um, nineties, you know, black soul <laughs> over a funky <laughs> beat. I'm like, okay, but it's, it's, it's great. This is going to sound like blasphemy probably to a lot of people, but who, who are fans of the series, but I, I like the music and I think they do a great job integrating it into each episode. But most of the time when it shows up on my iPod, I don't actually want to listen to it. Um, no, I think the, I, mo- I... the, it sets a mood. You need the actual thing happening yeah. to enjoy the music because the music goes along with the scene. Yeah, like if I'm if I'm jamming in my car, um, I don't want. There's like three or four songs on Cowboy Bebop that I really like. Um, I think one of them's like Green Bird or or uh, Space Lion and things like that. There's a couple of them that I really enjoy, but yeah. I can't have that whole album on my iPod. That's just me. No, I I understand that. I think it it sets a tone when you're watching the show. They go together. Like how do, how do you guys feel about Tank and Real Folk Blues? <laughs> I think it's guys, I think it's one of the best openings to an anime, honestly. I, I think it's it's the same exact thing as mm-hmm. what I was saying earlier. I think it's the perfect opening, but I don't like it when it shows up on my iPod. But I'm, I actually get hyped up when I watch that. Real, real Folk I could Blues listen is to the it ending in song. Succession. Oh, tank, for Tank, for Tank, tank I mean. Tank is the opening. Yeah. Yeah, for Tank. Oh no! Tank is the one song that like that'll get me hyped up when it comes on my run when I'm out for a run and <laughs> okay. it comes on shuffle. That's when I can like crack my neck and start like actually getting my going on. That but, that, that hypes me up. But please tell me you guys actually put on rain when it rains. How cliche can you be? <laughs> <laughs> this is why I have the soundtracks because it has the the Japanese version too, which is weird. How um, I was watching, I was like, oh wait, even. In the sub, I believe it still uses the English song. Yeah, they they love the Western culture in this show. Yeah, like yeah I, I of... think a lot of it is based on Western elements, and I think that's why it took off in the West as well. I'm just happy how free it was. I think they told the guy we need to market like some kind of spaceship. That's your idea. Anything with a spaceship, and he took the, <laughs> and he made this series out of it. You know, one one thing we haven't talked about, guys, is our five main characters, really. Do you guys want to go through them and kind of give your opinion without getting into spoiler territory yet? I think we could move on to spoiler territory, honestly. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I feel like there's not much that happens in this show that even discussing the characters' traits is spoiler territory, so we might as well just move on to that. But I will right. say that... Despite me saying this show may be a little overhyped or, you know, it has a slow burn for most of the episodes, I have to say that episode five, which is the first of Spike's backstory, um, is one of the greatest anime episodes of all time. May not, you guys may disagree, but I, it's in my top three. I'd like I to hear this think, top three. Yeah. I'm curious <laughs> and I'm interested that you put that there and not put episode 25 and 26 for me maybe it was just because this was the first anime series i actually sat down and watched like i was in college at the time and maybe it was just that jolt of uh 
with the music and the fight choreography. And all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, this cool slick, uh, this cool Spike Spiegel guy actually has some dirt skeletons in the closet. Who's this white guy with, or this guy with white long hair coming out of nowhere. And uh, then you see like uh, the way some of the shots match the music and the beats. I don't know. That just really impacted me like no other. Yeah, I, I, I can agree with that, Ryan. I'm, I don't, it's definitely not in my top three or top 10 or top 50 anime episodes, <laughs> but like, I, agree, I understand but I totally what you're disagree. saying. I'm, gl- I'm glad you agree. <laughs> like that scene with Spike falling out the window of the church is oh, like, that's great. honestly beautiful. And I love that scene. And I love the music accompanying it. And then and it like, comes that's, that's that's yellow for me, girl, yeah. that yellow toned girl in the window. Yeah. Shot. That, uh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. I, yeah. I let's let's talk about that. let's talk about Spike a little bit. We we haven't even we're twenty minutes in. We haven't even talked about our protagonist. All right. And, spoiler territory. We're here. <laughs> yeah. I I think Spike's awesome. I think he's the epitome of cool in terms of anime characters. Um, he's just so smooth, and he just doesn't give a shit about what any anyone thinks. He'll do whatever he wants, and he could be a complete asshole, but in general, generally speaking, he's a nice guy. He goes out of his way to help people. Even though he doesn't want to, he doesn't like begrudgingly like "fuck, I got to do this yeah, again." There's like a moment where like he's like ready to be an asshole and just not help, and then he has that second where it's like, "Oh fuck it, fine, I'll do it." <laughs> and and it's it's interesting that every single episode they're always trying to go after these bounties, and it's it's kind of a gag too, but they never get it, and they <laughs> they usually end up sacrificing the bounty to do some form of good for somebody, but because they know it's the right thing to do. Yeah, and it's funny too how this show was like before the time how it's nice to not have a world saving plot <laughs> yeah that's a, yeah. that's a good point it's it's not like you know spike isn't trying to become hokage or the pirate king no. he's just trying to like <laughs> he can literally give a shit he does not give a fuck about <laughs> he's it he's just trying to get his life back on track but and it's it's just nice change of pace spike is really cool like justin you said he was a uh, smooth you know and then yeah, th- also you could say with that one episode where he talks about his fighting style, you know, he's very Bruce Lee. I'd say not only is he smooth, just like comes off as like a cool guy, but like he lives like a very, um, he goes with the flow. He has that water mentality and that's his whole character with the way he carries himself and the way he approaches situations. He yeah. Just yeah. I don't know if you guys. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> just or like when swath. he does like. He does a bunch of like stupid shit too that just makes him like funny and likable. Like when he swallows the cigarettes or swallows the poker chips and just spits them back up, he's kind of goofy. Right. And that's it's such um, an unnecessary detail, but adding character quirks like that is so important to build your character. nuance. Nuance, yes. That's that, that's something that this, the show does perfectly. Nuance everywhere. Absolutely, even, that's what I love. At the end of uh, episode five, you know, like. He uh, his memories fade out, and then he's in the cast, and he's like laying on the couch. And who's humming him? It's Faye, Faye this woman who lives by who selfishly lives her life, you know, scamming people, but she's humming for Spike. Meanwhile, he's all in bandages, and he's like, "You're humming it wrong." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's a little shithead. I, I think yeah. we we all agree we love Spike. Oh, How about got... Faye? Now that since you brought her up, yeah, and, and then just like I just realized, oh wow, like wait a minute. That was like the fifth episode, and she's already like offering some kind of comfort to him. Well, I guess they did save her life, but I mean, I did like Faye much more when uh, 
they found that videotape of her past self, of her younger self. I think she's a great character, but I hate her. Hmm. Like, she just reminds me of the worst possible roommate you could possibly ask for. She's a slacker. She's gamble. She's steal. She's manipulative. You can't trust her. But you still empathize with her. Right, because she's not... She's doing all of those things because her life is so terrible. And her experiences are so terrible. So it's just led her to this. But she's independent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good for her. She is independent. (laughs) Strong, independent woman. I don't know. I mean... I, I, I get what you're saying, Justin. It's It's just... It's frustrating to see it because you wish for better, I guess. But you know what you're going to get. Yeah. You, you know what? Maybe the reason why I feel this way towards her is because I kind of feel like the jet of the ship. Like, I feel like I'm maybe that's even in my own household where it's like I'm constantly doing the chores or I'm constantly the one trying to get things done or be responsible. And then you just have this little asshole who's just fucking things up or just taking credit for things that you're doing. So your jet when he's doing his bonsai when he's like trimming his bonsai tree and then Faye calls him like, Hey, so something happened and then he just hangs up on her and he's just like, Damn it, and he gets up and helps her. <laughs> it's it's like it's like I'm doing the dishes and then someone's like, Hey, uh, the car's broken down. I'm gonna go hang out in my room now. Can you go fix that? Justin, I feel like you're calling me Faye. Uh if you lived with me, you would be Faye. Sure. Absolutely not. I would be I'm. <laughs> I would be noble. I would you be wish loyal. you were that cute. You're, you're not would, that cute. I would, I would bring an addition to the house that is incredibly important and the glue to keep everyone together. That's what you I know I why do. you're not Ayn? Ayn is the data dog. Ayn is supposed to be one of the smartest characters. Definitely not you. No, no, no. Ayn is just like we were talking about Spike. Ayn is nuanced. And I think that's the beauty of Ayn. <laughs> Is that he we're, cares? He does care for this crew. We're gonna get a five minute diatribe about this Welsh corgi right now. Well, you could if we're gonna talk about the Welsh corgi, we have to talk about Ed. What does that have to do with Ein? <laughs> because she I feel like you just don't want to talk about Ein anymore. Because she and Ein became partners, and she's pretty much the one who was able to translate everything for him to the crew, and that when I she was around. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a big Ed fan, honestly. I love Ed. I thought she was much cooler in the images that I saw of Cowboy Bebop before I watched Cowboy Bebop. I think, I think she's it's, genuinely funny. I think. I think Ed is the does... one issue where the dub is, you know, inferior. Really? Yeah. I, did you see the sub of Ed also? Yeah. No. I mean, I've listened to both just to get a feel for both. And I think that's the one character. And I don't think it's it's not poor voice acting. It's just I don't want to hear a young English voice that's so shrilly and annoying. Really? I love Ed. I think that all of her mannerisms are great. And she's so silly. And she acts like a dog sometimes. Uh, but she's brilliant. And I don't know. I think I think she's hilarious and cute and great. But we yeah, already it's... have a brilliant dog that acts like a dog. Why do we do He's subverting expectations. So is Ein. <laughs> no, he's not. Yes, he is. He barks, he growls. Ein doesn't do shit. Okay, you know what? Ryan, you need to talk to him because I'm 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 tuning him out now. Well, I, I will say, Ed Ed and Ein make a hole. That's all I'll say. 
I really enjoyed the episode, like the chess master episode, where they start the the crew starts to kind of form that relationship at this point, where they give up the bounty on that old man just so Ed can enjoy the chess game with the old man. Yeah. Um, I I think I really enjoy her. Maybe I, I maybe, wish I could. Maybe it's because I liked like uh, Ghost in Shell and that artificial intelligence setting cyberpunk but i really wish we got more of the hacking side of ed i thought the way she surfed the net was really cool and well done for its time um yeah i I like the little smiley face that she puts all over everything when she's hacking it yeah but it just like i i i wish there were more hacking scenes that could make ed shine yeah i in the i don't know when she shows up she shows up in samba is that right yeah i believe so like episode nine or ten okay so she's in 15 episodes or so i don't think that she gets to shine much outside of like three or four episodes she might get a little bit of action yeah i think they could do a little bit more with her yeah so that's i'd I'd say she was underutilized if anything but i but she is a very out there and strange character i have to agree with justin the way she uh references herself (laughs) yeah i love her her made-up name and uh, episode 24, when her dad's like, Francois, and then she just jumps into his arms. I was like, who the fuck is Francois? <laughs> and then her last name's real, right? It's like that really long. <laughs> no, she made it up. That's all because that's all she thought it sounded cool. She is, like I said, her and I are two halves of the whole. I mean, her childlike wonder is definitely well written in association with her being so intelligent. So, I mean... I can't sit here and say she's not well-written. Let's talk about Jet a little bit. He's our last character who we haven't gotten into. Um, like I said, I, I like Jet. I think I vibe with him. He's he's a little bit uptight, but he's moral. He's responsible. Um, and he's I think he's, very under, he's underappreciated by everybody. Yeah. Because yeah, you so, have yeah. by both the fans and by the entire crew. The crew doesn't take give, give a shit about him, even though he's the reason why they're all living there. And then most of the fans, because you have Spike, he's kind of hides in the background. He is the ship's dad. That, that's a good point, Ryan. Jet is the dad. Spike's the mom. Phase <laughs> <laughs> Faze the child. The rest of them are children. Phase the Phase the um, angsty teen daughter, and Ed, Ed and Ein are the two children. No, no, no. Phase the disappointing drunk uncle. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Spike is the mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think Ayn is much more of a maternal figure in the crew. Yeah. Well, the thing with Jet, though, I wish we just got more. We see yeah. him meeting up with contacting his old war buddies for things. We hear about the war. We hear about his arm. Uh, don't see much, though. And I know, like, you should devil's in the details when it comes to character development, but I... For this show, I I would have loved to see more of Jet in action. I th- I think it'd be cool to have yeah, like you said, it'd be cool to have him do a little more fighting because I think he's capable, um, leading leading a mission every once in a while. And yeah, you see him jump people sometimes with his robotic arm, and it's like this guy's pretty badass. Yeah, when he needs like, to take yeah, the yeah. Mission, he takes it, he can do he's it. Very it, underutilized. Yeah, I didn't see him use that much. It, in a weird way, I feel like. No one in the crew is overutilized, though, but I think because we like some of these characters so much, 
they become underutilized. Like I don't ever, I don't ever think even though Spike is the main character in most of the episodes, we got too much Spike. It was like the right dosage for me. That's true. Yeah. There was somebody who said, I forget where I heard it, but um, like really all in all, the ship is the main character and how everyone lives in the ship. Yeah. And uh, like that living room space, you know, the ship is the place where they're all able to be their own. So the bebop is the friends we made along the way is what you're telling me. Yes, but it was never lost. It was always there. And that's the beauty of it. Right. That's so poignant, Ryan. I, I really appreciate that. I, got, I, I really would like to credit where I heard that from because now I feel guilty. But yeah, you know, it's great. No, just take it for your own. It's yeah, fine. take it. Yeah. That's fine. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so no, the ship is a huge character. Um, it's also a really cool ship. Um, I uh, Some of the aerial space battles were sick, but I know in the movie there's a, like a five-minute sp- uh, ship chase that's so awesome and beautiful the well done. Fan. The movie's fantastic. Now, act, I've like, never seen the movie. Does it complement the show or is it a retelling? It, it's Neither. in between episodes 23 and 24. Oh, so it complements it. Yeah, okay. Then I guess it complements it. Um, it's, you can watch it on your own. As long as you know the characters, you can watch it. Right, right. Yeah. Um, no no relevance to the main plot line. Nothing to do with Vicious or Julia or anything. Um, it's just 90 minutes of them going on a, on a new bounty mission. And it, it's very, very good. Also, the soundtrack... It just oh, it, the soundtrack is fire in that movie too, um, which is why I think so many issues. Now, uh, will we be back for the reviewing the live action version on Netflix? Oh, oh yeah! I, I, I think I need at least a year before I watch any more Cowboy Bebop. No, oh, when I, does that come out? Is that coming out soon, or is that no way? Like it's going to be more than a year before we even see it. But like, I think some of the biggest concerns with the fans are that you need the woman who made the music. Right, and absolutely. How the Are they hell... not going to get Yoko Kano? Well, no. Everyone was saying, if you don't get Yoko Kano, what are you doing? Because she really is the voice of Bebop. She, in terms yeah, she's the heart and soul of a lot of it. Yeah. Oh, my God. This show was so musically focused, too. I'm sorry we skipped that. But, like, the saxophone player. Um, mm. There were a lot of musical elements in the narrative, not just in the environment. Yeah, that too. Um, but... Now we have to see how they do Spike's hairdo because that's the coolest fucking hairdo. <laughs> you know, the also hardest part important. is that they're not going to get the iconic voices that you're so used to. Right. Um, so I, I don't know. I think it's just going to be a complete shit show. Uh, I feel like it. Co- I don't know why. I, I really feel like it could be not terrible. Yeah, I agree with Rob. <laughs> There's so think, much, it's such a slow burn of a show. You uh, your narrative plots for each episode are pretty ambiguous, and they end they have a close uh, opening and an ending. So you could get away with um, all that world building and from other series. I think they had to make sure not to treat it too much like an anime, and if they just treat it like a live action series mm-hmm. without following too many tropes, they could they could get part of it right. I, yeah. I just don't know. Like, true fans are going to backlash over the voices, the music, the... I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. No, but you're never, ever... No work of art never pleases everybody. Yeah. 
Um, there's, there's three episodes I want to talk about. Do you guys have anything that you want to talk in depth about besides 25 and 26? No, I mean, I think we pretty much covered from 1 to 22 or 23 as much as possible. Can we and talk about 24? That's the episode where Ed meets her dad. It's kind of a bummer. That that hit. I watched that last night, and that that pr- hit me pretty hard in the feels. Like I took some screenshots towards the latter half of the episode where she's walking in the sunset and she's running away from the ship, and she says bye. And you just see, you just feel the sadness that uh, Jet and Spike are going through. That she's gone, and they see the paint on the ship, and then you see Ein chase after her. And I was actually. I felt pretty emotional from watching that episode. I thought it was really well done. Yeah, yeah. it was good cinematography. But don't forget, um, going back, Ed says this when she first meets them in episode nine. She blindly follows them. <laughs> so <laughs> her her joining the crew and leaving the crew is exactly the same. She just wanders, you know? And then she says in the when she first meets them, if you see a stranger, follow him. Did she say that? Maybe I not. Did not catch that. Either, <laughs> either she said that in episode nine. Or she said that in the the toys in the attic oh, cool. episode. Oh, okay, the one with the lobster that potentially killed them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's like her philosophy. If you see a stranger, follow him, and that's what she does. Except at the end, really, because it's her. Yeah. <laughs> Who is a stranger in a way? Right. I mean, he doesn't even know if his daughter's a boy or a girl. He's an asshole. He's a true anime father. <sighs> yeah. Except he's alive. <laughs> Which honestly makes it worse. Oh my god. I think her ending would have been happier if he was dead, honestly. Ouch. Oh. No, honestly, right? I mean... No, I don't know. Because you have... I don't know. He's... She's still young. She still has a home to go back to. She just wandered off for a while like a kid. Yeah. For seven years. Yeah, that's that's not that's not like a kid wandering off to go play in the park or go play in the woods and you know poke a bunch of animals. That's yeah, but they have interplanetary travel. Like it's it's space. Yeah, it's bigger than the woods. (laughs) Worse. Either way, I I can see the sentimentality in her leaving. I agree. No, it's a major bummer. It's just kind of like. Damn. I'm I, glad I that they did the it, point. though, right? Well, you had to. I, I don't you think had they to had break... to. Didn't you, though? You had to break this crew apart to get the ending you want. Well, Jet and Faye are still left there at the end, which is interesting, right? Because you kind of think, I wonder how their dynamics are going to work moving forward. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even have Ein, that's right, to like break the tension. Oh man, when Ayn runs off into the the sunset, man, heartbreaking. Um, I, I guess let's just get into the finale then. The last two episodes, right? The last two episodes, 26. yeah. These, in my opinion, might be two of the best final episodes, or regardless of if it's one or two, just two of the best episodes of anime. Might not be my favorite, but I think it's so amazingly well done. It um, definitely saves have... the best for last. <laughs> yeah. You have Vicious, who's Spike's rival, just taking over the syndicate, which and he does it in such a badass way mm. when the when he gets captured 
and then the crow turns into a freaking what is it turns into like a spray bomb and kills everybody and he just slaughters all the old the old uh mafia heads yeah um, crow's a badass yeah and then julia julia who you hear about throughout the series but you never even see her and in the less than 20 minutes of screen time that she has in those last two episodes i, th- I think you start to care about her and you kind of want the two of them just to be happy and to run away um, yeah because i mean even though we don't get. we don't really see or meet her we know how important she is to spike so then when she's finally with him and that relationship is finally like in your face you want it so badly to work and then it doesn't mm-hmm. that's like i did not like that my first rewatch because this is um this show you could say is un- not conventional <laughs> so i didn't like like how this girl we've been hyping up for 20 episodes she finally appears and that's it like but that was also me being naive with anime tropes <laughs> But don't you think it would have been more cliche if they lived and had a happy ending? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I f- feel like, you know, Spike finally, after how many, however many years it's been, getting Julia back and them, like, happy to be back together and then having her shot and killed, I feel like that's much less cliche than them both escaping together and, you know, just going on and doing their thing. Yeah, well, it's not. I wasn't like thinking like, oh, if only they got away. I was just like, ah, oh, damn it! Like, <laughs> you wish yeah. you had a few episodes with her, right? It, it, just like a little more for me to latch on and care. Yeah, but at least she didn't like say something corny you know, before she got like shot. I would love uh, a mini series of just everyone back in their old days, like Jet back in the police force, Spike back in the triads, and you get some Julia action and some vicious. Um, and just just see what happened in their lives in their past lives before the bebop yeah just some little prequels and prequel snapshots because it's the way this universe is the way cowboy bebop has done it's like you can't do too much <laughs> it's very minimal yeah, no, yeah it definitely definitely doesn't hit you over the head with exposition you get it bits and pieces as the series progresses but yeah. that that final the the final two episodes does echo like the same elements I loved from episode five with the choreography, the music. Um, I heard that uh, the creator of Bebop took Watanabe. a lot of inspiration from John Woo films. He's like a big Chinese action uh, director. Yeah. Okay. But like the yeah, a lot of the cinematography too, with the shadows and just a lot of black and white very moody tone like from a color tone perspective you know what i mean yeah the action is also phenomenal the last five or ten minutes where he raids the entire place him and him and shin and he just kind of goes on this one-man army tear where he probably takes out close to a hundred uh hundred of vicious's men you see him throwing the grenades through the elevators and setting up bombs in places and it's there's almost no dialogue it's just him just fucking creating a shitstorm in that place. I'd be surprised awesome. if the Matrix creators didn't take inspiration from that. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that guy. That guy loves anime, though. The Wachowskis. Well, they're both girls now. <laughs> oh, are they? Yeah. I missed that memo. <gasps> yeah, crazy. But um, right. are we finally at the ending yet? Because the act, the absolute last scene is 
obviously what people still talk about today. Yeah. I mean, it's iconic. It's one of the most iconic moments in anime history. What do you guys think, though? I love it. I mean... No, no, no. no, no. I mean, like, what do you think is the result of that scene? Oh. Oh, he's dead. Yeah, I I 100% think he's dead. I don't know how people even argue he's alive. I, I think they actually all died in the lobster episode, and every episode after that was the uh, just a long fever dream. That's one of the worst theories I've ever heard. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> think about it. They all they all got bruised. No one wakes up, and then Ayn eats the thing, and she probably gets food poisoning. And, uh, not Ayn, uh, Edward, and then she probably dies. You know, I really just hope Netflix adapts that episode, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> What what's the I actually haven't read I, I know what you're talking about. I haven't read any of the theories about besides the fact that they're dead. What what is the other theories? No, it's just at the end of the show, is Spike dead or alive? Like, oh my god, people actually think he's alive? Cops yeah. um, and can resuscitate him and jet use <laughs> military knowledge. That's the that would be the worst ending ever if he survived. If they did like an epilogue post and you have someone giving him CPR and he wakes up and everyone goes back to normal, that would defeat the entire purpose of this anime. Right. right. I do not understand how people think he could possibly be alive because the because every episode always ends ends most of the time on like an ambiguous note, and then you get to see a space cowboy, which is yeah. Saying goodbye. People are also like, "No, this is goodbye to the series." Not space. That's ridiculous. I thought there was some sort of fan theories about purgatory or things like that no 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 no. just that he's alive that's so stupid yep that's unbelievably dumb well at least we can all agree that we write the general consensus is that we know he died like i can't even i can't even sit here and play devil's advocate just for the sake of discussion that he might be alive because it's such a stupid idea that he could possibly have survived any of that my the only fact regret that he even got there is is a miracle in and of itself, right? My only regret is not coming up with like some of these theories to just blast and for the entertainment of these listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't you know, talked so about on Justin's theory. I, I think Justin's theory might hold some weight. Think about it. Just rewatch the episode. No one wakes up after that. Uh, Edward just eats it, goes to sleep, never wakes up. I think I'm going to accept that as my new headcanon. Everything else just a fever dream. I'll let you know after I watch the Netflix series. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that will address tons of our issues. <laughs> Do you guys want to talk about Vicious at all? Because even though we didn't cover him, I don't have a lot to say. I don't have a lot to say besides he had a badass aesthetic and he did. He was portrayed as a really cool villain, especially like seeing that he's just as skilled as Spike. I like that he uses a sword. That was my major takeaway. But and the, I don't think there's a lot of depth to him. He was in the he was in the military. He fought on the war, or during the war, and then he became a mafia asshole. Vicious is show don't tell, and I think that's perfect for yep. Spike's rival. I think it just works perfectly. The fact that we don't really have much to say about him in this case in this series with characters that are you know well developed is a good thing. But he has recognizable elements. And also, it's funny, he has the white hair. Why is that funny? Spike has the black hair. I thought his hair Ah, was the yin and the yang. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of like Guts and, uh, yeah, Griffith. Well, yeah, I thought thought Spike's hair was green. It looks green. Am I misremembering? (laughs) It it looks like a dark green to me, but I don't know. Um, And I think the white hair 
thing. It feels kind of generic. I, n- I never even thought about this, but all anime villains or video game villains have white hair. Shut up. Chelsea. Name another one. Name another one right now. Griffith. Sephiroth. Name an, name an, okay. You're good. <laughs> you doing okay? <laughs> You're fine. You know what? You proved me wrong. Mac- Maximilian Pegasus. He's not uh, a villain. Uh, kind of. Pegasus? Yeah, he's completely, mis- he's completely misunderstood. Okay. <laughs> Maybe Vicious is understood. Maybe he was right. Maybe all those old guys needed to die. Well, that's I just... mean, he definitely wasn't wrong, but he also didn't really need to ruin Spike's life constantly. Well, let's let's look at it from Vicious's perspective. He has a girlfriend. Oh yeah, that's one, one of his best <laughs> his best friend decides to fuck his girlfriend and run away with her, and then he's like, "No, fuck you! I'm going to kill both of you, and I'm going to take over this organization." Crime of passion, yes. Maybe he's not so, such a bad guy. Are you in camp? Vicious did nothing wrong right now. I'm, I'm just I'm, playing devil's I'm, advocate. I'm, 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 I'm team. I'm, I'm not, team. Mine. I'm not okay. Finally, a discussion we can have. <laughs> so have now, have you ever seen the theory that Ayn is vicious? Because they've never Stop. seen in the same room. They've never seen in the same scene together. <laughs> Why would they be in the same scene together? Is vicious ever in the same room with Jet? No, but I mean, this is the age of holograms. <laughs> What do you think of this theory? Sounds like a little horse shit. <laughs> is it your theory? It I, I just was say, it is up. it your theory? Like 12 <laughs> seconds ago. I was like, there's no way. But they aren't in any scenes together. And I think that says something. I think that's okay. Because what does it say, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the series did end off on a great note. Um, and I'm still glad, like, this guy was able to get away with anything he wanted to allow us to continue debating this. Some people think it's a slow burn. Some people live by it. I know a, a kid last year. He, he loved every second. So it's interesting. Yeah. I think I'm somewhere in the middle. Let's, let's, get into, burn, yes. let's go into uh, our ranking section. Rob, do you want to start us off? Okay. So last week I gave Pokemon what? Like a C minus, C plus, C plus, a C plus. Okay, so this is definitely better than Pokemon. So, <laughs> so let's give it. You see, coming into the discussion, I was going to give it a B plus, but I think coming out of the discussion, I appreciate a few more things, and I'm going to go with A minus. Wow. Okay. That's a strong. That's very strong coming from you, and I think uh, rewatch at the age of 27, 28 gives it a lot more points than if. I were to give my ranking as a 13-year-old. The one thing I do want to say is that I love every single aspect of this show other than its plot. And for plot, me... The fact that there's not enough plot or the or the plot itself? No, it's, it's just the fact that there's not enough plot. I okay. love the setting. I love the music. I love the animation. I love the characters. I just want a little bit more... Less uh, or a little bit less of the episodic nature, and a little bit more of the continued development together towards an end goal. But at the Mm. same time, I think that wouldn't make it what it is. Right. So I, I do appreciate it for what it is. It's not necessarily the type of show I love, but it did as much as it possibly could to entertain me and the type of person I am, and that's why it gets an A minus. Fair. I, I actually 
I'm surprised. I'm, you're going to give it a higher rating than me. I, I'm going to go with B, only because the first time I, I watched it was actually better since um, I wasn't used to the, all these anime tropes. But um, now that after everything I've watched and consumed over the years, coming back to this, it made me a little more critical. But it okay. also highlighted some more things that you know, I don't walk away from a show often thinking about the soundtrack. Do you feel like there was tropes in this, Ryan? What what, what were you getting at with that? Um, oh, so by tropes, I meant more like more of the world building. Like having That's, that should work in its favor, right? I wish there was more world building and connectedness. Okay. Yeah. So less episodic, more like, hey, it's that person from the previous episode. But um, like like Rob said, it's very hard to do with this show. And I wouldn't I'm not proposing any changes. I'm just I do wish there was more of a connectedness with an overarching plot. But OK, it's it's still a B in my book and it's groundbreaking. And hey, it's still good. OK, and I'm, I'm actually going to follow Ryan. So I'm also going to give it a B. I was teetering between a B and a B plus. And the reason why it gets a B is because I think as an art piece, if this were like in an anime gallery, this is an S. I think between the music, the character development, um, the the story, the world building, uh, sorry, not the story, but like the, the overall world, it's an S. I think very few anime have done what this anime has done. But in terms of connectability and enjoyability, there may be 10 episodes that I would say are let's rewatch these or I want to I want to spend more time with this. The other 16 episodes or so are I enjoyed it in the moment, but I don't have to watch this episode ever again. And I think that plays against it pretty heavily. Yeah. We're also um, uh, factoring out the movie from this rating. Yeah. The movie is a completely different animal for me. Uh, but if there was an alternate version of this series where maybe it was a little more plot driven and you get a little more vicious and a little bit more fey and i don't know like less randomness maybe it could get a little bit higher for me like a like um uh, one of those revised ova series yeah maybe maybe that's what i'm looking for but like rob said earlier the, the episodic nature is part of what makes it what it is so i, I don't know if I, I want that who knows yeah i just think objectively it is like a spectacular anime and one of the few animes that could be considered a work of art and i think that's sure. the reason i bumped up my grade is because as we discuss it i do appreciate it as an art form now in terms of my preference i'd say yeah it's more on a more in line with you guys saying it's a b but i'm willing to bump it up because of its importance and because of what it does and because of how it's so well put together and we're living in an age where anime is so just by the books and lazily animated and mm -hmm. so rushed that when you go back and look at something like this 20 years ago and it's so much more well put together than just about everything we see today you know i i appreciate that and i i give it a little bit of a boost for that reason alone honestly yeah no no I, doubt um I, I i totally respect that i actually would have done the same thing rob but lately like over the years i've tried to be more for me, like when I was watching this series, I was like, yeah, I, I'm not hyped. 
I'm not hyped to watch this next episode. And no, that I, I, I agree. Yeah. A huge role into my review. Hmm. Don't get me wrong. I love how it's a conversation starter with all the artistic elements, but at the end of the day, I'm not, I wasn't motivated for more than half of the episodes. I mean, it's, it's weird. It's hard to say because I do feel like it is a piece of art, but I don't enjoy all art. Like I can look at something and say, yes, this is objectively wonderful and objectively well put together or this, this song, even though I don't like it, I can appreciate what it does and you know that's where the discussion comes in because really when we're discussing anime there's very few times where i feel like it's even worth having this type of discussion but i think that brings into the topic of what's more important your personal enjoyment of something or what's if it's actually well put together because you could like something that's complete garbage and acknowledge that it's garbage but still give it it depends where you would rank that right like gash bell is one of the most low budget animes in the history of the universe, Does but not I still mean it's love not well it. put together. <laughs> no, the manga is well put together. The anime is garbage, but I love it. I mean, exactly. yeah, it, so, that's, that's another debate is art versus entertainment. And that's, that's in the and, hands of the reviewer. I mean, nowadays everyone's typically a critic with social media. So for that's, that's just how I've evolved my rating system over time. It's all right. Was the show, is this show raved by critics? No. Will I watch it 30 times? You fucking bet. <laughs> yeah. So that's where I'm coming from. Rob, I know you took first bite at the apple, which is always the hardest. Are you, are you happy with your a minus or do you want to give it a, a change for the record book? Uh, no, uh, put me in at a B plus. I don't, I'm not ready to give an a out yet. Um, once I heard you guys say what you said, I'm not there yet. I mean, I, uh, you know, like what Ryan is saying, <laughs> entertainment is very important and I appreciate what it is and what it's done. And I'm in love with the setting itself, but I'm not in love with watching it. Okay. No, that's fair. I, I'm, I'm pretty surprised and happy with how we all came away from this. Uh, based on our, our text earlier in the week, I thought one of you guys was just going to shit on this, but maybe we were just going, we were shitting on it via the text because the expectation is that it should be S or high A for most people. And for us to bring it down to a B that's relatively shitting on it. Um, but I think we're all on the same page of how we, how we still respect and um, I wouldn't say love, but respect the shit out of the series. Absolutely. I think respect is the perfect word. And I think we all respect it and appreciate it, what it did. But we don't necessarily enjoy it. There, there, there are days. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also, mind you, this isn't like an adaptation. Like, this is just an original straight animation work, which is a feat on its own. Yeah, totally. Um, it, it gave him a lot of creative direction and more credit to him. It's very guys, rare nowadays. Guys, I think, uh, I think we're pretty good here, right? You guys have anything else you want to add here? Okay, I guess not. Ryan, you have anything you want to finish us off with? Well, uh, thanks for having me. I enjoyed discussing this great series with you, and uh, uh, I'll see you Space Cowboys later, right? Not bad. Send us out, Justin. <laughs> Ship us home. Bang. 
たと嘆くにはあまりにも時計は過ぎてしまった